Hello, and welcome to another episode of Music and Therapy with Relationship Coach Kiana W. Mitchell. I am your host, Kiana W. Mitchell. Guys, this week on the podcast, I am super, super excited because we have a lot of things going on. This is the first episode of our Women in Business series, and I am so excited for you to hear it. Now, I know we talk about relationships, and it's important that our relationships are good, but it's also important that your personal life and your professional life is good because it's holistic. It's not one of those things where I can just be good in my relationship, but I hate my job or I don't have good relationships with other people or other friends because all of that comes together into one person. You're one person. So you can't be good in one area and not be good in the other area and expect to be whole emotionally. And as we always say, if you're not whole, you have nothing to give. If you're not whole, then your relationship will suffer. So it's important for us as women to be holding our relationships, whole and mentally, physically, spiritually, whole in our professional lives. So that is why I'm introducing the, the Women in Business series. And I am super excited to have a very young entrepreneur with us today. Her name is Jacara Davis, and she is the host of a couple of podcasts. One is Let's Try Adulting, and the other one is called Women in Podcasting. She's amazing. She's awesome, and you are going to enjoy her story. And she talks about how she just talks about the different emotions that she felt when she started to do her business and when she decided she wanted to do her business and how that felt for her. Now, I know that all of us have something that we want to do, and whether it's for you starting a business or just doing something that you've always wanted to do or you see yourself doing more, doing bigger things, this episode is exactly for you because it talks about the fears that people face when they do different things. And when you step out of your comfort zone, how uncomfortable that makes you feel. So here is the interview that I did with Jacara Davis. Please take notes, pay attention, whatever you have to do, because I believe this is going to be life-changing. And I'll let you know that it can be done. It can be done by anyone. She did it, you can do it, and we all can do it. Before we get to this amazing interview that I did with Jacara Davis, a word from one of our sponsors. It's here, your simple proven solution taking you from podcast idea to podcast launch on your own time as a busy woman and as a busy solopreneur without the fear, overwhelm, and frustration. Hi, my name is Jacara Davis and I am a podcast coach and a manager for busy women solopreneurs. So does this sound like you? You want a successful podcast but have no idea of the first steps? You are frustrated and ready to give up even before launching. You are unsure of what to podcast on, where to find guests, and how to even manage your podcast in your already busy schedule as a solopreneur. You know that podcasting takes time and energy that you do not have and you feel that you will burn out within the first few months. Or you are just feeling overwhelmed with information and strategies and need a clear path to get you started so you can share your story and your impact with the world. If this sounds like you, then my signature program, Your Podcast, Your Story, is for you. Your Podcast, Your Story is my signature podcast coaching program with built-in one-on-one coaching calls with me. During this program, you will be able to nail down your podcast foundation, know who you're talking to and what you're sharing on your podcast, know how you will be providing value to your listeners. You will have the tools to manage your podcast 
where you run your podcast and not the other way around. And we will also work on building your confidence through a guided system, step by step, that you can revisit over and over again. Through your podcast, your story, you will also be creating an impact by reaching out to more of your audience and sharing more of your amazing podcasts, change lives, and share your why. And one of my favorite parts, booking guests for your podcast. I have met so many amazing podcasters just from reaching out and booking them on my podcast. You might be thinking, I don't have enough time. I don't have enough energy. I don't know where to begin. I'm an introvert. And is this even possible? What equipment do I need? Do I need a recording space? Do I need a microphone? All of that is covered inside your podcast, your story. And I can say right now, no, you do not need a recording space. My first recording space was my car, Evelyn, and it still is today. And no, you do not need a microphone. Oftentimes, I record with just my headphones with a built-in mic or no headphones at all. So imagine your current life, but with more confidence and more impact from your audience and more niche-based guest for your podcast. If this sounds like the program for you, enrollment is now open for your podcast, Your Story, and I would love to coach you in my signature podcast coaching program. So if your podcast, Your Story, sounds like the podcasting program that you have been missing, go to letstryadulting.com and join Your Podcast, Your Story. The next cohort will start on November 1st, and I hope to see you there. Hello, Jakara. How are you doing today? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being a guest on the Music and Therapy podcast. I am super excited to have you here because you are a fellow podcaster as well. And I love talking to other podcasters because it seems like we always have so much in common. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about yourself and your podcast. Sure. So I'm Jakara Davis. I'm a 27, even though people say I'm 19. I promise I'm not. I'm a full adult here. <laughs> um, I am in the podcasting sector of adulting. So that's one of my podcasts. It's Let's Try Adulting. If you look at it, it has a rainbow tree that I watercolored, the rare watercolors that I'm actually really good at. <laughs> wow, that was awesome. Yeah. And um, on there, we talk about like adulting and like spirituality and sex, because those are the things that I needed in my life when I was coming up in age as being an adult, but I didn't really have them. And I just like to have fun and like fun conversations. Um, but that's my first podcast. I really love it. That's my pride, joy, my baby. And then I have a second podcast called Project Podcast, and that's where I um, teach women how to start a podcast and how to grow their confidence, impact, and income through podcasting. And that one is special to me because I'm an introvert. Through this episode, it may not seem like that. If you see me online, it does not seem like that. I'm a true introvert. I was the crier type of person in university, going to class, giving a presentation, full on boohoo crying. But I, since podcasting, that has grown me so much more out of my shell and out of my comfort zone and yes my armpits still do sweat like whenever I'm on video and live but I do push through it and I do have fun and just hearing like the feedback from all of my podcasts and people saying you're so helpful you're so funny and I'm like okay yes I can totally do this as an introvert but still have my down days but 
overall, I love doing what I'm doing and I would not choose anything else from podcasting. Because I'm talking to you now and like I said, you don't seem nervous. You don't seem like you're an <laughs> introvert at all. So I find this to be awesome. But I always think that even though some people are introverted, I think we have like a balance. Like mm-hmm. there's some extrovert in everyone who's an introvert and there's some introvert in everyone who's an extrovert because I think people who are extroverted need the downtime. And mm-hmm. people who are introverted need some time just to let go and just be who they are. So <laughs> I think we're all like a mix of the two. Yeah. So when, my extrovert comes out through podcasting. <laughs> and so that's great because that's your way of getting your work, you getting what you have to say out into the world and just mm-hmm. being who you are. What made you, I know you say you started Let's try adulting because that's what you needed in your life during that time. Mm-hmm. But like, was there a specific incident or situation Mm -hmm. that made you say hey let me start a podcast talking about such and such how did you come (laughs) up with that I'm intrigued so uh before podcasting it was a blog um and the reason it was a blog because I saw someone else making money online being an anonymous blogger and I'm like I can totally do that I don't have to put my face out there and I can make money and not like you know, like a couple thousand, they, they were making bank, like, like no face or anything, like a fake name. And I said, okay, I love reading. I love writing. I interact with a lot of blogs. I can totally do this. Two months in, no, because <laughs> I am the worst critic of myself when it comes to writing. But when it comes to speaking, I'm just like, oh yeah, whatever I say is just what out there. Like, I know I'm human. I mess up on words all the time. If you listen to any of my podcast episodes, I stumble and I'm proud of that but that's how podcasting came because I knew I always wanted a business and I always had the name of let's try adulting but I didn't know what that was supposed to be and then when I did podcasting and then just put it out there it was super horribly messy and I podcasted in my car and since it's it's just been a love relationship since then there's been struggles and everything but I've been powered through it and I'm really glad that there's not a blog like there might be one in the future but I won't be (laughs) really writing it but yeah I'm really glad that I chose podcasting as like the next step after blogging yeah blogging is harder than people think I thought about trying it and I did try it maybe once I wrote an article and I like to write like I write songs all the time and it comes easy but I'm just mm-hmm. gonna and I even write stories every now and then yeah. but I guess maybe just knowing that you're writing for a blog it just seems like <laughs> stressful so I totally stopped that and that is what got me into doing a podcast because mm-hmm. I used to listen to podcasts all the time in the car driving back mm-hmm. and forth from work and yes. I was in a music podcast and then one day it's a long story but anyway that's how podcasting happened for me, listening to other people podcast and hearing what they talked about. I'm like, oh, I can do that. That sounds like fun. And it's something, like you said, I actually enjoy doing. So mm-hmm. it doesn't seem like work when I'm doing it. But, I say that. It doesn't seem yes. like work. <laughs> it's just fun. It is a lot of work, but it doesn't seem like it at the time. It's the back end that's a lot of work. It's like recording and like coming up with episodes. That's easy to me. I can do that in my sleep, but it's the back end. <laughs> same here for me it's like all of when I have to do my editing and everything else you're right it is the back end that gets a lot of work but I love when you say you record it in your car because there are still <laughs> days when especially during the during quarantine when my kids are home and everybody was here and it was so noisy I would literally just take my laptop sit in the car my microphone 
and just record. That was the only quiet place I could find. So that is what I would just have to do. Like, well, let me just do this in the car. Call it a day. I love when people do that. I've had someone that told me they podcast in their closet. Um, they podcast in their in their bathroom in the bathtub so their kids can't find them when they lock the door and I'm mm. like you guys are hilarious but I'm glad you're doing your podcast where you can yes my kids were laughing at me the other day because I realized that sometimes I also had to record my songs at the house so mm-hmm. I used to go in my closet but for some reason I kept hearing like a noise and I couldn't figure out what it was and finally after months of hearing this annoying in the background, I figured out what it was. My air conditioner was on. So I turned the air conditioner off. I now can sit in my living room, put a sheet over my desk, and mm-hmm. then record music, and it is quiet. And my kids came in the other day, and they're like, Mom, are you playing tent? Oh, we want to play. I'm like, not playing tent. <laughs> I'm recording something I didn't hear. It sounds so professional when I do that. So yeah. That's why, that's probably why I don't have video right now, because you would see me under a blanket. Like, what is she doing? <laughs> oh, there it is. It looks like you're sitting against the wall. Well, I am right now. It's like, I decided not to use the blanket today, and I just turned off everything. Ah, okay, okay. Like, but no now, shame. I've sat, like, against the closet before with, like, the washing machine in the background. Like, there's no shame. You do what you have to do <laughs> to get your podcast episodes out there. Oh, definitely. Now, on your podcast, Let's Try Adulting, what was the most interesting episode that you think you did? Oh, okay. So this is, oh man, because I just did this series too. Okay, so it's kind of like both. So um, these are all in season two, but the one that like kept me going to like do season two (laughs) was the question of why does no one iron their curtains? they would look so much better, you know, without the creases. I like that episode cracked me up and it's just me, myself, and I'm cackling in my car. And <laughs> there's, when I had to edit that, that episode, I, it took me twice as long because I could not stop laughing. I was like, okay, Jakara, you got to get serious. You got to get serious. So that one, I, I really like because I know that even though I talk about it, I know I'm not the person that's going to take down my curtains to iron them, even though they yeah, look so much better. Um, but then I did one last week, um, a couple of weeks ago, I had a five hour long interview with, um, um, I don't know this, it's on my podcast. So if you're interested, um, those that are listening, <laughs> it's, um, he's a BDSM pro dominant. So it was, it was oh. a five hour, five hour interview it was only supposed to take 45 minutes Um, but that was like one of the most fun episodes that I had and like I've known him for a while then I asked him like hey can you come on my podcast I really want to talk about this he's like yeah sure he's like one of the nicest people I've ever met but he's so informative so that one's like a five-part series that one is also one of my favorites that is amazing now I know you mentioned that you did something on Kathy Heller's Mm -hmm. yeah her podcast about don't Quit your, don't keep your day job don't keep your day job yes yeah, I used to listen to that all the time yes, <laughs> so I how did listening. that happen I kind of did so, too but... <laughs> I found her on another podcaster's podcast mm-hmm. and it was just it was just how her, her podcast well, the name don't keep your day job and I was like okay well <clears throat> around this time like I really don't want to keep my day job so let's see what you're about I ended up uh, really, really loving her. I took her yeah. mentorship. Phenomenal. It was awesome. Life-changing. 
And that's how I figured like, oh, this is what I need to do to do the business and the podcasting and things like that was tremendously helpful. And then the people that were in my cohort, uh, we still stay connected. We've been on each other's podcasts, but they're the ones that really helped me like, hey, you should really do podcasting. And like, no, no. And then it wasn't until that that one little friend and that she told me you should totally do this but I was a guest on Kathy Heller's podcast um, I do not remember what episode it is but she had mentioned me and I was like oh my gosh I, I had like started crying I have to go and listen to that episode then because when she first came out I remember I listened to the first episode and I absolutely loved it then I was listening to every single one after that my favorite one that I listened to had to do with um that guy, it was at like season one, pretty much. It was that guy who ended up drawing for Disney. And oh. I loved it because he mm-hmm. talked about how he started, how when he was a kid, he went there and how it was just so mm-hmm. much work, but he kept doing it and kept doing it. And I mm-hmm. loved it because his perseverance was amazing. Then it was mm-hmm. another guy who had his own bakery. It's like, every the reason I liked it is because everybody had their own story. But each story showed that, okay, it's not easy, but you're going to have to keep working on this. And this is something Mm -hmm. you have to do. So it's kind of like, don't give up. Keep trying. It may have to start off as part-time, but eventually it can go to full-time. So at the time, I was working for the state. And like you, I did not want to keep my day job. And I was (laughs) like, there's something more that I could be doing. And so that was the podcast that I used to do all the time. I think the main reason I just stopped is because... First, I haven't been driving that much because of the pandemic. <laughs> so how was it for you when you started working and trying to monetize your podcast? Like, mm-hmm. what were your biggest challenges and how did you overcome them? Mm-hmm. So um, I would say I'll start with my biggest challenge because it, it doesn't seem like a challenge. But, and, but OK, if someone is building a business, you understand what I'm about to say. But yeah. actually being paid for the thing that you do. That was my hardest thing. Like, I don't know if I'm incapable of charging $25 for that's back when it was $25, like one-on-one coaching for podcasting. Who's going to pay me? I don't know about this. So just essentially um, receiving and accepting money um, because this, this is not a typical day job. (laughs) It goes directly to me and my business. And also just putting myself out there because as an introvert, I don't want to do that. I rather put up a, a a quote post than actually my face. So getting through that and people saying, Jakara, like we know you, but you have to go a little bit more. It's like, I don't want to, but I'm really glad I did. (laughs) But um, through that process of starting a business, it's I don't want to discourage anyone. It is extremely hard, but it's extremely, extremely rewarding to make your first sale. It was like, I'll never forget a first a few days before my birthday. And I'm like, yes, that's $25 I have ever made in my life. And like, it, it has been a very good learning experience with the, with the editing and like using different softwares and talking to other podcasters is like, what do you use? Okay. Like, let me compare and see like, this doesn't work. And um also I don't want to say coach hopping but (laughs) asking different coaches like for advice and what should I do before actually investing in another coach so I actually have a business coach right now she's awesome but I'm just going and like actually finding the resources and the tools to actually help you with podcasting and growing your business it is 
very much a learning curve and you feel like you take in all the information and like you said so many webinars and like emails and I should show up for this and I'm doing all the things but I feel like I'm doing nothing yeah. and there's no progress at all but looking back six months three months a year later I can totally see the progress the results um I, I literally screamed last week because I launched a course, but it made like a thousand dollars and I was like, hey, awesome. yay! And now it goes to my car. So <laughs> it's, it's great. And it's wonderful. And I truly, truly love it. But at the same time, like, I know that it's, this is going to be hard work, but I also know that this is not going to be forever. Just me. Like I totally want to bring on a team, but I know it's not. Yeah. Me. I love that because no, I agree. Cause I'm the same way. It's like, I'm doing it. I remember. I made my first little bit of cash off of um, Podcorn because mm. I did a sponsorship. And so and it was funny. I had just put all my stuff out and I got like two responses back. And I was excited because one, um, somebody paid me to actually come on their show and talk, which is great. And then I got paid to do an interview. So I made, I think, 75 or 80 bucks from those two. And it was just so exciting for me because I I made some money. I actually made money from this. And so it was fun to actually make some money. So that was, I get that. I was screaming and hollering and everyone's like, and my kids are like, mom, it's only $80. It's like, no, you don't understand. understand. $80, was it from someone else? But I know I also want to mention, um, I don't have like traditional ads and sponsors on my podcast. I, Mm -hmm. I, me, myself, am my own sponsor. So that's the question I always get asked. It's easier for you to sponsor yourself um, and before you get to the, to the other big sponsors, like the one that you want, like, I would really love for Purple to sponsor me because yeah. I like sleeping and naps and their bed looks comfortable as crap. What is something that you, I know you say, you're talking a lot about how you've overcome a lot of challenges, mm-hmm. how you're doing a lot of different things and how you left your day job. So what was your job before? And was it hard for you to leave it? (laughs) Like, did you have any remorse after you left it? Or you just like, no, I'm sticking with this. This is what I'm going to do. I'm just going to make this happen. Like, what was that like for you? Okay. So I worked in childcare for three years. Um, My two main jobs at childcare, one was at a preschool, one is at a YMCA. I loved working at the YMCA. I want to say yes and no. I regret leaving. I regret leaving my children. They were like, my first group of like children babies and like watching them grow for like a good two and a half years that was really hard for me to leave them but I know they're okay um I've talked to some of their parents um like after I quit and it was they're they're fine I just miss them so much um but I I know they're they're doing like great and after that worked at a preschool both of these jobs are very highly stressful I love the babies I love the kids but I don't like the things that come with it. So preschool was very different. Um, I don't, I don't mind like cleaning toys and things because, you know, you have to, but actually dealing with other people and then with the COVID restrictions and things just constantly changing. I loved my boss. I loved her, but I, I could not see myself just being there just with all the, oh geez, just like anxiety and just being like so overwhelmed all the time right so I had no idea what I was stepping off into when I stopped um did the podcasting I just knew like hey I've been paid for this before I like coaching people with podcasting 
and then it's like been that way since December but I don't have any regrets I would like to continue working with children whether that's like probably having my own but (laughs) other than that I don't really see myself going back into high level stress of childcare, especially with the whole pandemic. No, I totally understand. So when you left, how did you leave? Were you like, and the reason I'm asking, because you know how some mm-hmm. people leave, but they kind of leave the door open, like this doesn't work out. I can always ah, go back. Okay. Or So did you leave the door open or did you just close the door and not slam it? Could you let it out? <laughs> so did you just close the door? Like, okay, this is not an option for you anymore. You had to do something else. What did you do? So the YMCA completely closed that door at the preschool. It was like, okay, I might come back, but I was moving to a different city anyway. So yeah, not, not really. So both doors closed, but um, I know at the preschool, if I ever go back, I know that I do have a position there, but at the same time, I appreciate it, but I'm okay. Thank you. No, I understand. Cause the reason I asked, cause I used, like I said, I worked for the state for eight years. And so what I would do, like, on lunch breaks or whenever I had free time I would work on my podcast or work on mm-hmm. music or whatever I had to do I would even like record podcast episodes on my lunch break yes. or record a, <laughs> yeah or record a song like run I only had an hour for lunch so I would get a studio nearby run to the studio on my lunch break for like 10 minutes it would take me to get there I would be so organized I record the song in like 45 minutes get my song and leave and be back at work in an hour so Mm. just doing all of that and so it just came to a point where I realized even though I liked my job it wasn't it wasn't for me it was like Mm -hmm. I was good at it and I liked the counseling part of it and I liked Mm -hmm. helping people part I it was just a lot of other things that goes into that so if I if I could have just done the counseling part of it (laughs) <laughs> all day it would be a different story but I, you know you just realize it's something more for you to do you just want to mm-hmm. do something else and it was at a point where thinking about retiring from this particular job was like making me feel depressed like I don't mm-hmm. want to retire from here I don't want to be like 50 something and still work here so once I started to feel like that I was like okay it's time to go so I gave myself a timeline and I was supposed to leave in December of 2019, but instead I just left in August. God's just like, it's just too much. I need to work <laughs> on this. So, and when I left, it's one of those things where I didn't, oh, of course they knew I wasn't coming back. So I kind of mm-hmm. shut the door. It was like, this is not it. And I even told myself, if you get another job and tell what you want to do takes off, this is not an option. Mm-hmm. So I just took that off the table for myself. So that's why I asked because I know sometimes people, maybe leave the door open and be like well I can go back and this is something I could do and I just wanted to know what it's just something for you like no this is not an option this is not what I want to do I want mm-hmm. to do this this that yeah. and the other I know I, I I know for a fact I'm totally done with child care but at the same time I would love to work with the little babies again <laughs> they're just like, like if I can just play with you for eight hours a day and like like feed you and stuff but mm-hmm. I just have no other expectations yes but being in the setting with it being just uh, overwhelming no so what is something that you would like to tell any person out there who wants to be an entrepreneur want to start their own business anyone who has a desire to maybe follow their passion follow their dreams do something more with their lives what advice would you give them ah this sounds so cliche but you really just have to do it (laughs) you have to just take that step like I under. 
I'm an introvert. I understand it's completely scary. I understand it makes you want to vomit and like pee yourself all at the same time. Trust me, like my armpits are still sweating and we're, we've been doing this <laughs> for a while. But you have to ask yourself, what do you really want out of life? Like I want to be financially free and <clears throat> have a team with my business if we need to yeah. just wake up like, and oh, we can go on vacation be- because I have that option. I'm not tied down to like my job. <laughs> but um you could you can totally do it it is sounds bad it is hard but it's not as hard as you think you are you're not going to die you're not going to hurt yourself you just it's going to make yourself a little bit uncomfortable but once you the ball is starting to roll and you figure out like this is what I want to do like even looking back um with podcasting my podcast has changed so many times in directions what I actually wanted to do what I wanted to talk about but you can't know the thing that you're doing until you start something like you have to start so if you show up on Instagram and you just go live it's like hey this is what I really want to talk about is anyone interested in this then go for it um don't beat yourself up about the little things um embrace your breakdowns that's what I had to learn I love having breakdowns now because I know that there's growth afterwards like totally be in your feelings and like feel like crappy for yourself in that moment but know that when you come back up it's going to be better than ever and that the thing that you are stuck on that's like blocking you sleep just go take a nap (laughs) and when you wake back up like you'll have um, the answer there's no telling how many times that has happened like I am totally frustrated I'm just going to go to sleep. It's just the end of the day. I close my laptop. Don't care if it's noon. Don't care if it's like nine at night. I'm closing it down and we'll come back to it the next day. But you can totally do anything that you set your mind to. Don't, te- don't let anyone tell you that you can't. Even family members, even friends, even your partner. Because you can do it and they'll start to see it once you start to get there. Mm-hmm. That's a long answer. <laughs> No, I love it because I totally understand. And I especially love when you say embrace your breakdowns and also how sometimes you just have to do things because I find myself being in a situation where there's a lot of things I need to do and things are going in a positive direction. I'm being asked to speak mm-hmm. different places and do things. Mm-hmm. But along with that comes things I've never done and you just have to do it. And so before I even got on the podcast to talk to you, I was working on a PDF that I had to do for like a free offer for a conference I had to speak at. I've mm-hmm. never done that before. So I was coming up with my own material. So yeah, it was scary. I put it off for weeks, but finally I just saw the email <laughs> like, you know, turn it in as soon as possible. I was like, okay, Kiana, just, you've got this, just do that. And the thing mm-hmm. is, some of the greatest experiences we have in life are things that we did and we were uncomfortable or things that we mm-hmm. did and we were afraid to do that. So I love that you said that. That was amazing. Thank you so much for sharing your wisdom. <laughs> because I'm sure it is going to help a lot of people who are listening. So with that being said, where can we get more wisdom from you? Like, where are you on social media, mm-hmm. names of your podcast? Where can we find Jakara? So I put everything because um, I updated my website after a year of not doing it, <laughs> coming back to that one. But um, everything you can find me on my website, let's try adulting.com. Um, You can also find me on Instagram at Jakara Davis or let's try dot adulting. Um, That's where I am mostly. I do have a Facebook group called Women Podcast Together, um, build confidence impacted income for anyone that's interested in podcasting. 
whether you're just getting started or you're just being curious or you have a podcast and you're looking to expand a little bit more, um, we're there all for the support. It's it's growing. I love it so much. <laughs> um, but those are all the places that you can find me. Oh, and my two podcasts are Let's Try Adulting. That's my first one with all the adulting things. Hilarious. Um, those episodes are mostly not edited, so if you hear what you hear and come as you are. And then Project Podcast is more for coaching women into podcasting um, as entrepreneurs, as solopreneurs. We're going to be moving more into the direction of bus- business building with your podcast awesome. in 2022. This is the first time I've announced it. Like people know, <laughs> but it's not public. But uh, we're going to be doing that more next year. I love your ideas and I will definitely make sure I subscribe to your podcast and join your group because this sounds amazing. I love it. Thank you so much for being on the podcast, Shakira, and you have an amazing day. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Wow. What an amazing interview. My favorite part of the interview is when Shakira talks about how even though she loved her job at the time, it was stressful. She did like it. She liked the kids, but she knew there was something more for her. And so many times as women, we get in our jobs, we have families, we have careers, but we know there's something more for us, but we're afraid to venture out because we're not exactly sure. But I just want to encourage you that it's possible to step out. Now, you may not have to leave your job immediately. You can do something maybe like a side hustle. You can try it on the side, but you have to definitely do it. I also like when she talks about how it may seem cliche, but just do it. And that is so true. I uh, remember reading somewhere that the hardest thing about trying anything new or going out of your comfort zone was the first step. Yeah, I heard that was the hardest thing. And you will wonder, why would it be hard? Why would the first step be like the hardest thing to do? Well, the first step would be the hardest thing to do because you're stepping away from something that you're accustomed to doing. You're stepping away from something that you're used to doing. So when you don't know, when you're unsure and you don't know how this is going to work out and you're just doing something different and going out of your comfort zone, it is always super scary. But the more we go out of our comfort zone, the more fulfilled we'll feel. The more we go out of our comfort zone, the more opportunities we'll have. But we will never know unless we go out of our comfort zone. So if there is something that you would love to do and you're just dying to do and you feel like there's something more for you but you're afraid to do it, I want to encourage you to take the first step. And I guarantee once you'll take the first step, it'll be easier to take the second, third, and fourth step toward reaching your goals. Now the song that I'm going to play for you today is called um, Broken Hearts. And I chose this song because sometimes in love or when things happen to us in life we feel like we're never going to get over it things are never going to be the same so maybe you have stepped out and tried to do a business and it didn't work out you're afraid i get that but you have to remember that just because one thing didn't work out it doesn't mean that your next idea won't work out and the same thing goes with love and relationships just because you were in one bad relationship or you had a divorce or your heart got broken once it doesn't mean that that will always be the theme of your life And it's important to remember that broken hearts do mend. It may take some time, but you will heal and recover. So I encourage you to step out and do whatever it is that you wanted to do and know that it's okay and that you will be okay. Now here's the song, Broken Hearts. Tell us about. And one day you can't 
Now, before I end the podcast, I would like to thank our sponsors, Improve Your Marriage While Improving Yourself. That's my amazing new course that is coming up. It's a year-long intensive about how to improve your marriage and in the process, improve yourself. There's a link in the show notes. Click on that so that you can pre-enroll or pre-register for this course. I would also like to let you know if you would like to schedule a coaching call with me, you can also click on the link in the show notes and you can do that as well. If there's anything you want to talk about, because I noticed that there are a lot of times when I finish the podcast that you may have some questions or you may want to talk in more detail about what you're going through and try to figure out how to deal with your situations. If that is you, then feel free to schedule a coaching call with me and I will have the link in the show notes. I also want to thank you guys so much for listening and for being listeners of the podcast. I appreciate you listening. I appreciate your time. And I simply enjoy just hanging out with you. Now, if you enjoy hanging out with me as much as I enjoy hanging out with you, then I encourage you to share the podcast with a friend, follow the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts, and make sure to leave a review because I would absolutely love to hear what you think about the podcast and know what I can do to help you. If you guys would like to get in contact with me, all of my social media is there in the show notes. So click on the links, join me on social media, and you can definitely get in contact with me. I think that is all for today. Um, If you guys need to contact me, feel free to contact me on Facebook, um, Instagram. I promise you, if you leave me a message, I will definitely get in contact with you. All right. Well, until we talk again next Wednesday, have an amazing day. Enjoy your weekend, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Oh, yeah, I see men, but it's time.